Well, very good Sunday morning to you. I'm Melissa Moore. It is Mile High Magazine. And with us this week, an organization I didn't know a lot about, but I'm excited to learn more. It is Carol Bauer with the Girls Athletic Leadership School. Good morning. Thanks, Melissa. Great to be here. Well, tell me a little bit. First off, what is the Girls Athletic Leadership School? Yeah, so Girls Athletic Leadership Schools of Denver, or GALS, is a innovative school with a super unique model. We are the first and only single gender Um, public school for girls in the state of Colorado. And we have a model that combines movement-based learning. So you can see me in my athletic wear today. I do. I I am in dress code for the school. Oh my gosh, I love it. Um, Where we really lean on research that says that uh, movement and physical wellness um, increases young people and adults' abilities Mm -hmm. to um, learn, intake information, and uh, be more focused. And in addition to that, we focus a lot on social, emotional, and relational development of young people. So, so definitely wellness then. It's very like, wellness All encompassing wellness. All encompassing. Mm-hmm. So I've never, I have to admit, until this interview was coming up, I had not heard of the school. Uh-huh. And I was so excited to talk to you because I think we hear a lot about STEM schools mm-hmm. um, and different schools like that or art schools. Uh-huh. And so this is a different concept for a lot of people. Where did it come from? Yeah, it came from the brilliance of our founders. Um, uh, One of our founders, Liz Wolfson, she was reading a book by John Ratty called Spark. And then there's also some research by a guy named John Medina. And it's connected to movement and Mm -hmm. physical wellness related to cognitive achievement. And she was like, you know, what would that look like in a space specifically for girls? So the other piece of it is, Creating single gender spaces creates um, a beautiful opportunity for girls to focus on themselves yeah. and not on distractions and gender socialized stereotypes and things that might get in their way of being all that they can be, right? I love it. So we combine those two elements and have this beautiful, innovative um, school that is a choice for all adolescents in Denver. Well, how long has the Girls Athletic Leadership School been around? Yeah, we opened in 2010, so it's our 10-year anniversary. Woohoo! This nice. year, uh, having a big celebration in February for that. Um, and we opened with a girls' middle school. We opened with about 114 kids. Um, a few years later, we opened a girls' high school with the same model, and then three years ago we opened a boys' school using the same model called the Boys' School of Denver. So we now have about 600, a little over 600 kids total in our three schools and Mm -hmm. have um, just been living the dream. Where are the schools located? Yep. The girls' middle school and high school share a campus, and we are right near downtown at 8th and Gallipago in Denver, and the boys' school is in uh, the Highlands neighborhood. Okay. What kind of kids, because I would assume they have to be really athletic kids to go to the school. Is that a misnomer? That is a misnomer. So one thing we say at the school is if you have a body, you are an athlete. So, I love that. I know. I love, I love that. Especially so, for somebody that never felt like they were that true athlete. Yeah. They just felt like they were always kind of like, oh, I'm okay. I'm yeah. just not great. And everybody has a body. So everybody has that potential to be an athlete or to to move to create physical wellness for themselves. So we actually are a super diverse school. We pull from all every corner of the city all over the city. We have um, a big range of um, race, ethnicity, religion, life experience, socioeconomic status, learning levels. And what we love about it is it creates like a little microcosm of the world in our school mm-hmm. building. So that yep. is, and that value of diversity and inclusion is really important to us. So we love having a really diverse student body. 
And you said you're a public school. Yep. Uh, are you part of the DPS system? We then? are. We're a Denver public school. Mm-hmm. And so how do parents choose your school? Yes. So parents choose uh, Denver public schools through the choice and enrollment process that goes through February 18th. Um, and folks just go online to DPS and um, fill out a choice and enrollment form and they can list their choice of schools there. So who would your school be good for? What kind of student? Uh, It's so funny. I was giving a tour today, and there are just students from every walk of life. And I love asking them, like, what do you think is the special sauce? Like, what do you love about being here? And girls, even today, said different things from... You know, Miss Bauer, I look around in my math class and everybody who's raising their hand is a girl and everybody who gets called on is a girl. And I um, was asking a high schooler why she chose our high school. And she just said, you know, high school is a time for me and I want people to pay attention to me and I want me to pay attention to me. And Mm -hmm. I'm known really well here and I'm supported really well here. And um, this is a place where I can truly discover my voice and what I want to do and who I can be in the world. So... Which are really empowering statements. Absolutely. How have you found that having an all-girls school, and I know you have the boys' school too, but just mm-hmm. talking about the all-girls school, yeah. how has that helped girls with their self-confidence, with their body image, with all those issues all those that things. adolescent girls face? That's totally true. So one of our... One of our values is that every adolescent girl needs to be looked in on. So one of the parts of our model is that we have some mental health um, professionals on staff um, because everybody needs to be checked in on. Absolutely. Um, another thing that we do is we have a homegrown core class that focuses on social, emotional, relational, and leadership development. We call it the GAL series or the boys series. And that is a place where you get all of the things that you wish you knew as an adolescent, but you get to focus on it for a whole period every single day. So it focuses on things like um, discovering identity, understanding your own core values. I stopped into a class today and they were working on how to communicate with your friends when you're at odds with them and how to resolve conflict. And they're doing research on um, inequities and injustices in Denver. They were talking about um, redlining that happened in Denver with communities and how that's really empowering them to understand Um, who they are and who they want to be in the world. That's really exciting when you hear that kids are talking about those life lessons that, like you were saying, as adults, it took us a long time to learn that stuff. I know, I know. So we actually, we have a pledge that we use. And the first three lines of the pledge are, I know who I am, I know that I matter, and I know what matters to me. And we talk about that as like, wow, as adults, sometimes we don't know that. But imagine what it would be like is if when you were 11 years old, you started exploring those concepts and exploring what is my voice? What do I value? Who mm-hmm. do I want to be? And you asked about the single gender space. Yeah. So like, imagine what that would be like. Like, it just removes a whole bunch of layers of like distraction and stereotypes and things that get in the way of a girl understanding and a boy mm-hmm. understanding their true self. They're yeah. not they're not having to be something for someone else. They're not having to show off or be put off by somebody else's expectation of them. We just ask girls to be their authentic selves um, and to show up in the best way that they possibly can. I had a girlfriend of mine. I remember we were talking and she was telling me about how her high school was all girls. And Uh she went to this private all girls school down in Texas. You know, and here I was going, was that okay? You didn't have boys? Like, how did that work? She's like, it was the best experience of my life. I hear that all the time. A lot. We get a lot of parents who went to all girls school or Mm -hmm. single gender schools and just their 
their explanations of like, wow, what it gave me, I mm-hmm. never would have guessed as a kiddo. I never would have guessed as a student. But now, like, that's totally what I want for my kid. Do the kids have to have a dress, a uniform, a code? Like, what what happens there? Yeah, so we do have a dress code. Um, Some girls love it and some don't, um, <laughs> as there is the diversity in our population. So we move every day. We move first thing in the morning as a movement class. Um, we do a variety of things, circuits, CrossFit, yoga, dance. Um, running unit, um, competitive team sports, um, competitions that we call Galympics or Boylympics. <laughs> um, so we move every day. And not only do we do it as a class, we also infuse it as part of our teaching pedagogy. So in a math class, um, I walked in and there was a huge um, map, like a grid on the floor, and they were learning uh, slope, rise over run. And mm-hmm. so the teacher was writing up equations on the board and student tables were jumping up and lining themselves up on that grid. So, And the other day there was a social studies class doing a treasure hunt all through the hallways of um, finding different uh, pieces of um, information that were posted up around on, on like a treasure hunt. So it, it can be as simple as that. Right. Um, what we love is that our students say, you know, I know I'm not going to be sitting for more than 20 minutes. I'm going to be able to like stand up and move. And it so helps me focus and not get bored. You asked about dress codes. Yeah. um, Athletic gear, tennis shoes every day, athletic bottoms. And then we ask them to wear a gal's or a boy's uh, top. And then days like today, we have our middle school doing a dollar dress down day, dress down where they really actually dress up, I suppose. (laughs) I was going to say, if they get to be in yoga pants and that kind of stuff. It's the life, My gosh, sign me up for that. But today they had a dollar dress down. If they pay a dollar, they got to dress up and then they um, are putting that money toward the Australian fires that are happening. So they do fundraisers. So very socially minded as well. Totally socially minded. I like that. Yeah, a lot of really connects connects with our community. Mm -hmm. What have you heard? So you've heard from parents about the the gender part, but what have you heard from parents about the move part? Of your school about the movement yeah part. um it's funny some folks think that oh you move around a lot so if my kid has ADD or ADHD that might be a great place for them uh-huh. and of course I want to say of course it is you know we think it's a great place for a lot of kids so I think it does help kids with just mm-hmm. different types of learning right. um, some kiddos like to just sit down and focus for a long period of time um, what this does it allows us to have a bunch of different ways that students can access academic information mm-hmm. to really meet the needs of whatever type of learner they are so you talk about how you start the more with movement. What Uh does that look like Uh to incorporate movement throughout the day? It looks like different examples of um, whenever I'm giving tours and we're walking through the hallways, I'll sometimes be like, oh, wait, step off to the side because they're doing a quick lap. I stopped by a a chemistry class and they said, oh, we're working on this really hard problem and we were getting stuck. So we decided to do... um, conversation pairs and do like a lap around the square of the school. So the students were still engaged in their academics, sure. but they were moving while they were doing it. Okay. Um, there was a math class that was doing um, lined up in two lines and the uh, teacher would hold up a, a sign of a simple math problem and they had to run to their um, right whiteboard and whoever got there first and got that number first and ran back. That was just like part of a practice, a skill set practice. So um, really, it can look like that or as simple as like they're standing up and going to an agree-disagree conversation mm-hmm. in a classroom. So it can be really simple all the way to like Pangea breaking up into the continents in the gymnasium. Yeah. But um, And you talked about yoga classes and things like that. So there's yeah. also structured exercise. There is structured. So we open every day with structured movement. And um, we start the year with a running module. So we do that, I jokingly say, because <laughs> girls... 
some girls love to run and some yeah. girls do not love to run. And yep. so yep. we do it because it's hard and because they learn that they're not going to die if they run. And right. they learn what's best for them. I need to listen to music. I don't need to listen to music. I want to run with a friend. I need to run with somebody who's going to encourage me. I'm going to run for 10 paces, then walk for 10 paces. So they get to like figure out like how they're going to find a movement that's going to make their bodies feel healthy. And really advocate for themselves then. And really advocate for themselves. So every year we have a choice-based movement um, where they get to actually decide um, right before we do standardized testing, where they mm-hmm. do sit a lot, they get to say, oh, you know what I need to do to be my best here is I need to go for a run or I need to do yoga or I'm going to do a Latin dance class or I'm going to join the CrossFit group. I, I just love it because I think yeah. back to school and hearing the hall monitors yelling, don't run, don't run stop yeah. running. I yes. mean, we heard that all the time yep. because, you know, you would go to recess or whatever and you just wanted to move. Yeah. And I remember having just that energy as a and kid. During adolescent development, your bodies are changing, your brain oh is my changing, gosh. your yeah. chemical makeup is changing. And so the best thing to do is to be able to give outlets where you can. So that is actually what I hear from girls, too. I bet. We can run in the hallways. And that doesn't mean it's chaotic. <laughs> it's structured. Right. But it just um, it really gives them the freedom that um, to be the best they can be. So for parents that are listening right now, maybe students as well, they're like, man, I want to check I out this check school. Out. This sounds really cool. Yeah. Obviously, if they're coming, can they come from outside of DPS? Absolutely. Okay. Yep. They're going to have to probably provide their own transportation. Yes. Mm-hmm. As most charter schools most charters and things do. like that. Yep. Um, how do they get signed up? How do they check it out? Do a tour like you were talking yeah, about? Yeah, absolutely. So we do tours weekly. So you can go to our website, www.galsdenver.org or boysdenver.org, but you can reach all of our schools um, through the GALS website. And there is a place that says enrollment. And you can sign up for a shadow day where you can have your student come and follow around a student of their similar age to see what it's like to go through a day in the life of GALS or the boys' school. Um, And then we do tours almost every Tuesday and Thursday around 2 o'clock, 2.15. So you can also um, send an email for that and say, hey, I just want to stop in and check it out. We'd love to see you. And about how many students do you have in the classrooms? I know everybody talks about class sizes. Yeah, class sizes. So our girls' middle school has about 20 to 25 in our cores and a little less than that in our electives. And um, our boys' school and high school are a little bit smaller than that. So they're about 17 to 18 per class. All right. So a little more individual attention as well. One of our values is that all of our students are well-known and well-cared for. So we really pay attention to knowing them deeply. Well, Carol Bauer, I'm telling you, I'm excited for this school. You wish you went there, didn't I you, Melissa? I so <laughs> do. Uh, Executive Director of the Girls Athletic Leadership Schools of Denver. And if you're like, I have never heard of this, yeah. you definitely need to check out the website, get more information, do the tour like Absolutely. you said. Absolutely. We'd love a, to see you. Yeah, I have a feeling that once you see the kids and, and see the school and talk, mm-hmm. you can really decide then if it's a good fit yeah, for you. As soon as you walk through that door, you can feel the energy. And I think talking directly to students who are there are really the people that you want to hear from. All right, Carol, thanks so much for coming in. I know we didn't get to talk about it a lot, but you also are a 501c3, so you need donations. Love them. So let's tell them the website where they can donate. Uh, Galsdenver.org. And of course, we'll have all the school information here on the website of your station as well. Have a great Sunday and be kind.